It's time to talk about agents again, and I should be writing Season 19, Episode 17. Hi there, welcome to I Should Be Writing. This is the podcast for wannabe fiction writers, and I am your host, Mer Lafferty. And I am doing these two recorded episodes, 15 and 17, back-to-back. I have messed up a lot of my chronology. So if you're wondering what I've been up to or what good news I have, listen to the last one. No, I, I... I've been feeling bad about myself because I started trying to do a recorded episode that wasn't live streamed. And in deciding that, I ended up not doing it at all. So I'm three behind if you count this week. I guess you shouldn't count this week. The time has not come for me to do it, which means I haven't missed anything. But I have to do three this week. My novella, the working title is Hand in Unlovable Hand, and that is a quote from the Mountain Goats. They're a wonderful and disturbing song called No Children. I don't know how John Darnell's does it, but he makes some really catchy songs out of really depressing stuff. But I still recommend the song. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, Hand in Unlovable Hand, where Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, all the made-for-TV Christmas movies meets Red Shirts. And work proceeds. So I was going to talk about agents. I talk about this every once in a while. It feels like evergreen content. But I want to talk about... I think a lot of beginning authors look at the agent relationship and just have a feeling that agents will... Once you get an agent, everybody goes to the next level. The next same level. And they think that an agent will do X, Y, and Z for you. And except for, say, whether they're good at selling or not, they will pretty much all be the same. And that's not the case at all. So what you can expect from an agent relationship is them to try to sell your book as best they can for the highest price. They should have communications with foreign rights agents or in their in their house should have foreign rights agents and uh, Hollywood agents. They should give you general feedback and they should be able to look over any contract you have and advise you on it. So beyond that, it's anything goes. There are agents that understand that authors are very insecure and might need some handholding and are willing to do that handholding. Other agents do not want to do that. There's some agents who have Slack set up for all of their clients and there's some that don't want you to contact them more than say once a month. How often you talk to your agent? In what format do you talk to your agent? Text? Phone? 
Slack, Discord. You got to think about where you're most comfortable and hope you find somebody who is as comfortable as you are. One thing that agents vary greatly on is giving feedback to authors for their books. Because some agents will take what you give them and sell it. It's possible they don't want to do editorial work. It's possible that they are used to long career novelists who they think can probably put together a pretty clean draft. But other agents want to be completely hands-on, go back and forth with you, and, and don't want to put it out until they're absolutely convinced that it's done and the best it can be. Some agents want to sell the book that you send them. Some agents want you as a writer and want to have your career in mind. I talk about this more on Ditch Diggers, but when I got my current agent, it was, I was at the first draft of the first book in a three book contract. So him taking me on meant that he would have to do a lot of the work it would take to represent me, but I wouldn't make any money for him. And, you know, you could think, since I didn't have anything out on submission, is an agent still useful? And yes, an agent is a good middleman between you and the editor, especially if somebody's mad about something. I remember the first time I heard that, it was... I was at Viable Paradise, where Cory Doctorow and Patrick Nielsen Hayden from Tor were talking, were both teaching. And when they brought up this fact, Corey's like, oh yeah, Patrick and I are in a really big conflict right now, but my agent's handling it. And they're just being all buddy-buddy. So if something came down that I didn't like, or they, my publisher went back on, their, on the contract of what they agreed to, I would need somebody in my court. So I'm very glad my agent took me on. Some agents have want to get you all the work you possibly can have, and other agents are more selective about projects you should take with your full career in mind. I was offered an IP trilogy, intellectual property, and the money was good, but it was work for hire. If you're new, that means they pay you one price. And if the book tanks, you still get to keep all the money. And if the book takes off and is a bestseller, well, that one payment is all you get. No more. But the one payment for three books was pretty nice. And it was, I had two people, I had uh, my agent and another friend basically saying, that's a like a three-year commitment where you won't be writing your own stuff. And I had already thought that I would not do something like that unless I got a royalties. I actually turned down an offer. And my agent was guiding me on that. And he guided me, you know, he didn't think it was the best idea. And I still haven't made much money for him. He has my career in mind. That's what he's investing in. And hopefully once this deal is done with Ace, I will be able to, you know, he and I will be able to sell some projects and I'll be worth it. <laughs> An agent who's invested in your career will not drop you when your book doesn't sell. Actually, I'd like to talk to somebody about that. Maybe I should get another agent on here because I I know some quality agents have taken on new writers and then dropped them after the book doesn't sell. 
and it's possible it's possible that they will be more likely to drop a newer author after a book doesn't sell than an established one. So I'm going to go back on that a little bit, but I want to I'll I'll try to get somebody on here. I can tell you from my personal experience and a couple of friends of mine that so long as you remain professional in all of your communications, it's not going to look bad for you to have more than one ended relationship behind you. Agents will quit. That's happened to me twice. Agents will decide that you're not writing in a direction that they want to sell. That's happened to me once. Agents may sign you and ignore you completely and you fire them. That happened to me once. But every single parting was amicable and professional. You know, agents talk just like editors talk. It's There's not a lot of secrets. So if you're a complete jerk to one agent as you leave them, then that's going to look bad. My very first agent, I didn't like him at all. He ignored me and I fired him. And I still haven't heard from him. I don't even think he responded to me firing him. But um, I did it professionally. It's a very personal relationship. It feels very personal. It feels very um, romantic in the way that the rules applied. If it's not working out for you and you want to leave, you should not go looking for other agents before you leave. You should not try to get a safety net or, you know, go dating before you tell your spouse you're leaving. And some people say that's unfair, but it's common practice. Like it or not, that is that is the etiquette here. There's no it's it's not something in your in your um, contract, but it's considered very poor form. So you have to cut loose and then go find someone else. And, you know, I'll just remind you, agents are people, too, with health and family and anxiety about the world at large. And so just like you have some bad times writing, they might have bad times working their job. And you're not friends. You want to be friendly, but you're not usually not friends. I made friends with Jen and we still talk, but you can't go in expecting to hear all your agent's personal stuff. And they don't want to hear your personal stuff. You know, my mom is ill and my book's going to be late. That's one thing. But just, how have you been? My kid threw up at school the other day. They don't want, they don't want to hear that. If you have any questions about agenting, finding an agent, how to decide if you are lucky enough to have more than one offer, let me know. Email me, mightymer at gmail.com. I hope I see you at the Nebulas if you're going to the Anaheim conference. And in June, I will be doing speaking at She Podcasts Live in Washington, D.C. I still have to work on my talk for that. Yay! But you can support at patreon.com slash mightymer. You can subscribe over at twitch.tv slash mightymer, where I hang out and do a less structured talk with questions from the audience And you can find my books in bookstores. I write, most recently, Space Murder. Space Murder Mysteries, I should say. It's just more fun to say Space Murder. But I've also written a Star Wars book, Solo, uh, the Solo, a Star Wars story. 
I did the novelization for that. I have done a book in the Minecraft universe, The Lost Journals. And basically, if you search Mer Lafferty, you'll find my books and my podcasts. That's the one good thing about having a Googleable name. Googleable. Googleable. That's just fun to say. Okay. I'm going to try to get my structure for the podcast set in stone and be more consistent moving forward. I want to keep bringing you support as you start your writing life or your creative life. But to do so, I'll have to come back next time and talk to you more. And then you'll have to come and listen. It's a two-way thing. See? But thank you for listening. Merverse.com is where to find me and all my stuff. And I hope to see you next time. And until then, you should be writing. I Should Be Writing is available to you under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives license. Theme music by John Anilio. Art by Numbers Ninja. Production by Summer Brooks. And hosting by Libsyn. Find all of this information and more at merverse.com. And remember, we can't do this without you. Thanks for your support. Doctor. Yeah, I'm sitting home watching Doctor.